Hearing the voice of God is the most essential principle in the kingdom of God. God wants and expects us to hear his voice, especially those who have been born again. However, many believers have not yet learned to discern the voice of God over other voices. In this episode, I will offer four tips to help you in your journey to hearing the voice of the Lord. I personally think that life in the kingdom begins here. If we don't or can't hear the voice of the king, then how can we carry out his will for our lives individually and as a human race? Join me in today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Terrence here with the Kingdom Truth and Power podcast and I'm back with another episode and I'm praying and hoping that this episode will be uh, inspiring and motivational for those who are listening, that you would take uh, what I'm going to say here today and share with you um, to a personal place where you can apply some of the things that I'm going to be talking about today and and help you to further and develop your walk with Christ. And so let's go ahead and get started with today's show. Uh, it's been a while since I've uh, released an episode. And if you listen to the very last one in which I shared an announcement and uh, the direction that I believe the Lord is taking me with uh, this podcast um, I'm going to basically be bringing forth some uh, some principles uh, that I think will be helpful and uh, much needed uh, for the body of Christ, not just, you know, for myself, uh, but anyone that is uh, that is listening to the show. And so I felt that it was very important after some prayer and even getting some confirmation um, not too long ago, you know, again, what I what I think is that the very first principle that God wants me to uh, discuss and um, offer some tips on is the very uh, principle of hearing his voice. And I know I talk about that a lot, uh, at least on uh, several episodes uh, of the show, but I think it's, it's something that that God expects us to be able to... Uh, really to do you know i i am a tr- firm uh advocate I'll, I'll say for uh for hearing the voice of god and, and and i truly truly uh you know believe i guess more using the word believe as, as a mental thing in, in this context um that god has created us to be able to hear his voice And it may not be in an audible way, but in a way in which we can sense when God is saying something to us, um, you know, in in, in the functions of our spirit and us being able to interpret that and be willing to be obedient to what it is that God is saying so that his purposes, his plans, his desires, uh, you know, things like that can be accomplished and done in the earth. And so. You know, when we look at scripture, um, you know, from the very creation of man, you know, how did Adam know what the will of God was? How did Adam know what it is that he was able to do and and, you know, what his function, his role, his purpose, um, you know, for being created uh, in the earth? You know, how did he know all of those things? How did he know what to do, what not to do and so forth? You know, he had to have some kind of communication with God and you not only be able to communicate to God, but he also had to be able to hear 
from God and God communicate with him and Adam being an intelligent creature, taking what he is hearing and applying it, um, you know, to his own personal life. And so I think, you know, God is showing us that from the very beginning, um, we are capable of hearing his voice. Um, and this is something, you know, that I truly think that God does not teach in scripture, you know, as far as like hearing his voice. Instead, I really do think that there is an implication in the scriptures that it is expected for us, especially us who are born again, who are in the kingdom, um, that we hear his voice. Jesus said in uh, John 10, you know, that his sheep hear his voice, you know, those who are his followers, you know, we hear his voice. He doesn't go into detail or or anything regarding, you know, how we hear his voice, you know, methods and things like that. Um, but I do think that there is that there is an expectation, um, a, 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 yeah, I guess expectation is probably the best word to use that we would hear his voice. Um, so, you know, when he, when he says that about, you know, my sheep hear my voice, there is this there's this expectation that God is wanting us and has designed within us to be able to take what he is saying in the spirit and pull it from the spiritual realm into the natural so that his will could be carried out. You know, one of the things that Jesus told his uh, disciples uh, when he was teaching them to pray is that, you know, thy will be done or your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, how do we know what God's will is? Well, I, you know, I, I feel like outside of the written scriptures, um, you know, we have to hear him. We have to be able to communicate with him and allow him to communicate with us and, and talk to him, things like that, so that we can know what it is that God is wanting from us, not only individually, but also collectively, um, you know, uh, as, as a human race. So. Uh, one thing I do want to say is, and this is, I guess, not so much of a disclaimer, but just, you know, um, I guess premise everything else that I'm saying, that I'm going to say with this is that when it comes to hearing God's voice, you know, we have to truly understand God's nature and his character um, because a lot of people will will you know use maybe as an excuse of something and we've we've you know we we hear it you know time in and time out uh people who do you know some terrible things and says that you know say that god you know said for me to do this um you know whether it's you know murdering someone you know hurting someone things like that um we have to understand the context in which you know, we we read about certain events that have happened in history, um, the historical context, the time period in which they were in, the people that, you know, they were dealing with uh, then versus, you know, where we are now. Um, and I'm speaking specifically between Old Testament or the Old Covenant. 
and the new covenant the old covenant was temporary the new covenant is everlasting it's eternal um there will not be another covenant you know ar you know after this one so you know certain things that we read about specifically in the book of joshua um where you know god has told the israelites to you know de destroy these people you know but we have to understand that <laughs> for one the people that he was talking about destroying were basically you know a half breed race of people you know half human and half something else you know these these people were like giants um in the results of fallen angels and you know although there may be a gap in the his the, the historical uh scriptural account of where these giants came from because we understand if you look at the book of genesis and i'm not i don't want to go too far off into this um and whatnot but i'm saying all of this just to make the point um but we look at genesis chapter six we understood that you know there were giants created because of fallen angels having um intercourse with with the women of the earth they created these half breeds um that, that became known as the nephilim so they were wiped out in the flood but then when you go into the book of numbers and you know you you hear the the spy report of israel um that there were giants you know in the land you know where do these giants come from well there may be some you know some gap in in the account where we're not really sure where they came where they came from but the the fact remains that there were giants and we understand you know how giants came to be so when God told Joshua and the people of Israel to destroy these people, he weren't he wasn't destroying the the people that God that that came through the original line of the human race. Um, he was destroying a people that was created at, or that was sourced from something other than him. And so there is certain justifications for, you know, for, for those kind of things, but God, but, but people will use those type, uh, those types of, of accounts to justify their actions and say that God told them to do that. But we have to understand that where we are now, God is showing us that he is truly a God of of, of love and grace and goodness yes he is a holy god yes he is a righteous god yes he is a judge he is a king he is holy uh but we have to understand that god is also love and so anything that god has us or, or speaks to us is going to come from a place of love it's going to come from a place of of goodness it's going to come from a place of grace uh things like that so um you know, I just want to say that when we're talking about hearing the voice of God, it's always going to be for the purposes of Christ. Um, it's going to be for someone else to be helped, warned in order to avoid uh, uh, any kind of dangers or or misfortunes ahead. It's not going to be to uh, expose anyone or or to uh, disrespect anyone or, or, or talk down to anyone or, or just or anything that's going to be negative. God is always looking to build us up. He's always looking to encourage us. He's always looking to, uh, to to strengthen us and comfort us. And, you know, that's really what the prophetic and hearing God's voice is about. It's about finding the diamonds in the rough. And when we 
when we look to hear from God, you know, we are always looking for one to be and, and, and have a posture of obedience, you know, a willingness to be obedient to what God is saying um, and looking for God to reveal uh, something that's going to help lift us up or lift someone else up. And so the first tip that I want to offer you, um, if you're just, you know, if, if you're if you're in a place where you're, you know, you're trying to hear God's voice, um, you seem stuck or you never heard his voice and, and, you're, and you want to learn and you or at least, you know, recognize maybe when God is speaking to you, things like that. Uh, I want to go ahead and you know, begin offering these tips. Um, but before I do, I also want to say that, you know, this is something that isn't really spoken of too much in many churches, um, you know, many ministries. Um, and, and I, I have my thoughts as to why, um, but you know, that's for another time. But I truly believe that if people were able to recognize the voice of God for themselves, then they would not allow themselves to be controlled by others. I'll say that. So let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and get into this first tip. The very first tip that I want to give you, if you're just starting out, if you're trying to develop your spiritual senses and get in tune with God, uh, get on the same frequency, um, you know, as we will say, is that there's absolutely no way around this and that's to spend time with god and fellowship you have to spend time with god and fellowship notice i didn't say spend god spend time with god and prayer i said spend time with god and fellowship um, although fellowship uh can can contain prayer and prayer can also contain fellowship they can go hand in hand um but they are they are they are different um, because fellowship is really an intimate uh, relation between two people. You're, you're, you're sharing, you're communing or communicating, um, you know, the, the things that are on your mind, on your heart um, with, with each other. And so you really want to get into a, you know, an intimate place uh, between you and God where you are being open with him and allowing God to be open with you. You wanna get into fellowship. And the reason why I say that, this is my first tip and why I think this is probably the most important of what I'm gonna say here is because as you're just getting to know God, if you're new or if you're seasoned and you understand and you know the scriptures and things like that, but you really haven't spent much time with God and, and you know to really hear his voice for yourself, um, you know, it can be kind of difficult to distinguish, you know, maybe your own thoughts from, you know, the thoughts of, of God or, or even his voice. Um, you know, and I've heard things such as, you know, the voice of God will, you know, sound like scripture. Well, you know, my question is, does God sound like scripture? You know, and, and you know, what is the context for saying that, you know, we understand you know, that God doesn't speak in the, you know, the these and thous and yees and stuff like that, you know, so um, it's it would be very difficult because what you could possibly be hearing is the translation and mistaking the translation 
for the voice of God and you may miss what it what it is that God could actually be saying to you so you know going back to that question you know does God sound like scripture I would say to a degree yes but only within the context of his character God is going to sound like his character and if you know the character of God and you spend time with fellowship um, with God then it makes it a little easier for you to be able to discern and distinguish the voice of God from let's say the enemies or even yourself because God is always going to sound like him you know think about it even in the natural um, your mom or your dad your brother your sister or friend whoever they're going to sound like who they are and you'll be able to easily distinguish one voice from another and the reason for that is because you have devoted and you have invested time and energy in the relationship and getting to know who that person is so you can hear their voice and not even be around them or in the same room with them or even in their presence but you'll be able to easily distinguish oh that's my mom that's my friend that's my sibling that's my dad that's my uncle that's my cousin you know or you know that's you know mrs so-and-so you know because you have been able to discern and, and exercise your hearing uh, in regards to the person that is speaking or whose voice you hear and it's even the same in the natural if you listen to uh, the, th the thoughts and the seeds that the enemy tries to plant into your mind and, and, and you entertain that long enough then that's what you're going to hear if you listen to certain uh, you know certain things whether it's music movies shows whatever if you hear those things constantly those things tend to run constantly in your mind and that's what you tend to hear and whatever underlying message um, is is within that those those songs or those shows or whatever it is that that is playing through your mind then that's what you tend to hear when you are dealing with certain situations in life but the more time we spend with God and fellowship, then the more we begin to to develop his thoughts. And before you know it, you'll start getting, you know, the, these thoughts or something will, you know, set on your heart that, you know, didn't come from you. And you can kind of test those things and see whether they're whether or not they're from God. And you'll be pleasantly surprised that you know wow god has been speaking to me and i'm seeing these things happen and come to pass so i believe that god sounds like his character can he sound like scripture yes do we need the scriptures i believe to an extent yes we need the scriptures because we can use the scriptures as a baseline uh for what we think we may be hearing from god but we have to depend on the holy spirit within us if you're born again to to really be able to know whether or not God is speaking to us. And so the scriptures are important, but he has given us his spirit. And I say that because, again, the scripture says, Jesus said to his disciples, you know, I go away and where I go, you cannot follow. But then he also later on told them that when he goes away, he is going to send us what or who rather he's going to send the Holy Spirit or the comforter. He's going to send him back 
Notice he never said that he was going to go away and send us the scriptures. He said he would send the spirit, the Holy Spirit, who would, who would teach us all things, who would bring all things back to our remembrance, whatever Christ has said to us. So we have to really get into a place where we begin trusting the spirit of God. And it may be controversial in saying this, but we have to trust the spirit of God more than we trust the scriptures. And the reason why, let me just make this plain when I say this. We have to do that because we have to understand that the translations of the scriptures are not perfect. They are not inspired. The translations are not inspired. The original scriptures are completely inspired. And whether we have copy, you know, whether we have the actual originals, I highly doubt. I believe we have copies of the originals. And so we have to trust the spirit of God even more to not only reveal to us the truth of scripture, but also begin to reveal to us things that pertains to our lives and the ministry that he has called us to. Um, and even in hearing his voice, we have to rely on the Holy Spirit. We have to. All right. So. What is the second tip? The second tip that I will offer you is as you begin to, uh, to, to try to exercise this, this function of hearing God's voice is to simply, and this is more of a practical tip, simply ask God about your day and then look for it to happen. So what do I mean? Pretty much, you know, if you, you know, when you wake up in the morning, um, and if, if you're dedicating time, you know, to God or if you're just, you know, going to, you know, say a, a, a thank you prayer or whatever, you know, it is before you really begin to start your day. Um, take about five minutes and just ask God something as simple as God, what uh, what, what will my day look like or, you know, what is going to happen today? Um you know, what is it that I should expect today? Just something really simple, something simple. And then with the uh, with paper and pencil or pen, just jot down anything that may come to you. You know, anything that may come to your mind or that you may sense in your heart. Just write it down as much as you know, as much that comes to you. Write it down, regardless of how silly it may sound or, you know, how, you know, crazy it may seem. Just write it down and then take that piece of paper that you wrote down on and just carry it with you throughout the day. And then if you go back to maybe reevaluate your day and, you know, think back on it, take your take out that piece of paper and simply just go and just say, you know, did this happen or did that happen or did anything happen? And if it did, if it did happen then that indicates to you that you just heard from God earlier in that, you know, earlier that day. And you can kind of use this as a way to determine and decide for yourself. And I would even go as far as saying, okay, how did this come to me? You know, and think back on it. Was it a thought in my mind? Was it something that was placed on my heart? Did I actually hear a voice? Uh, uh, did it come to me? Did, did I just have this knowing somehow? That, 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 you know, this was going to happen and really begin to meditate or dwell on how God spoke to you. 
because that becomes important because this could be a common way in which God may actually begin to communicate with you. And so you want to just, you know, do something started off as simple as that. Now, if it doesn't, if nothing that you wrote down happens, then this takes me to my third tip. And that third tip is don't get discouraged. Okay, don't get discouraged. If you if if you ask God what happens, you know, what's going to happen for your day and you write things down and none of it happens, then don't worry about it. Don't don't get discouraged because this this hearing God's voice takes time. It takes patience and it takes practice. This is something that you have to practice It's going to take some time because you have to weed through, you know, a lot of the, you know, the junk that we uh, that we take in on a constant and daily basis and we kind of have to filter through all of that and sometimes you know the voice of God is so can be so so still or so quiet that everything else that is you know running through our mind kind of drowns his voice out and it's not that God can't speak louder he absolutely can but it's a discipline that we have to develop okay we are the ones that needs to that need to change we need to conform or transform and 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 our minds need to be renewed and refreshed on a daily basis and so as we begin to 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 rid our minds of these different things that that tends to drown out the voice of god then the voice of god then becomes louder and louder and louder so we don't want to get discouraged if you know we are having a hard time hearing his voice just understand that it does take time it takes some patience and it takes some practice and regarding patience, you know, that could mean that we may have to spend some, some quiet time and drown out things, you know, and, and just really, you know, wait on on hearing from him. Um, and as it comes to my mind right now, the other thing I do want to say is that understand that we cannot make God speak. We cannot make him talk to us. He talks when he's ready, when he's ready to reveal, when he is, again, just simply when he's ready. <laughs> you know, when he's ready to say something, he'll speak. But God is always speaking. He always wants to communicate with us because he wants to be made known to us. So don't get discouraged. It will happen. You will hear it. And when you do, you're going to have this, this newness, this almost like a born again uh, feeling that just encourages you that you have heard from God and, and, and you're going to feel brand new. All right. And then lastly, the last tip that I want to offer you is for those who are hearing God's voice and has kind of identified uh, a common way in which God speaks to you. Uh, don't be surprised when God changes courses or when he changes course instead just follow his lead and and, and I, I this tip actually comes from a personal experience with of mine that I want to share with you quickly um, I think this was back in 2016 I was just learning to hear God's voice and I felt like God was just speaking to me all the time and I would you know when I had a Facebook account I would post whatever it is that I felt God was speaking to me I would just post and I would share it and I was excited and then, uh, you know, something happened. I don't want to get into that story because it's just going to prolong it. But something happened and I just felt like God just cut the mic and boom, 
I was like, I just felt like God just stopped speaking to me and I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know what happened. I thought I did something wrong. I thought I may have sinned in some kind of way. And then God just cut me off and wasn't speaking to me anymore. But I didn't find out until sometime later on, at least. And again, this is my experience. This may not be yours. And this may not even be something that that is common that God commonly does. But I, I, I want to share this because it's possible that others may experience this as well or may have even already experienced it. But I, I kind of sensed that God later on shared with me that what he was doing was he was actually switching things up because he didn't want me getting used to only hearing his voice one way. What he wanted was for me to hear his voice in multiple ways so that regardless of whatever situation or environment or atmosphere I'm in, I would be able to distinguish and discern his voice when he speaks because the way I was doing it before was I would sit quietly in a dedicated area. I would sit quietly. I would listen to some uh, some kind of worship music to, to get my frame of mind in that place. And then I would sit quietly and I would wait for God to speak and I would write things down. So I will always be in a quiet place with God. Well, life isn't always quiet. Sometimes things are noisy, not just literally or physically noisy, but noisy in a sense where there is a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas, a lot of philosophies, ideologies, things like that. Philosophies that are just being thrown around and things that comes at you, you know, in so many different ways where it becomes noisy and, and as I was saying earlier, kind of drowns out the voice of God and what God was trying to do was help me to identify by changing the way that he was teaching me and developing within me to hear his voice that I needed to hear him in other environments other uh, atmospheres and other ways and so the way that he kind of brought this to my attention um or actually I I should say this way the scripture that he used and this this scripture I happened to think about it like earlier uh, in the week as I was doing some yard work. Um, it was it's a scripture in Ezekiel chapter one, verses 15 through 21, where Ezekiel talks about the vision of, of the, the chariots and the wheels within the wheels. And I happen to think about it. Actually, I wonder, I'm going to read that to you. And then I'm going to go ahead and um, kind of proceed with with how this came to me. And I thought it was just very interesting, um, but it, it kind of gave me, I guess, a different understanding of um, <laughs> of this particular passage. And so in Ezekiel chapter one, I'm going to read from the ESV version um, versus uh, Ezekiel 1, 15 through 21. It says, now, as I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the earth beside the living creatures, one for each of the four of them. As for the appearance of the wheels and their construction, their appearance was like the gleaming of beryl. And the four had the same likeness, their appearance and construction being as it were a wheel within a wheel. When they went, they went in any of their four directions without turning as they went. And their rims were tall and awesome, and the rims of all four were full of eyes all around. And when the living creatures went, now, the, the, starting here at verse 19, pay attention. And when the living creatures went, the wheels went beside them, 
and when the living creatures rose from the earth, the wheels rose. Wherever the spirit wanted to go, they went, and the wheels rose along with them, for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When those went, these went, and when those stood, these stood, and when those rose from the earth, the wheels rose along with them, for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. So, what I found interesting is as I was considering how God changed directions on me when I was learning learning to hear from him was very similar to the creatures and the wheels in Ezekiel chapter 1. And what God was what shared with me was what I was what he was doing with me back then was he was trying to get me to follow the leading of the spirit. So, in other words, when he was originally teaching me to hear his voice and he changed directions, I needed to change directions with him. In other words, when he went left, I needed to go left and I needed to discern that when he went right, I needed to go right. When he would go up or down, I needed to go up or down. And it was it was just really eye opening because I was just like, OK, now I understand better what it is that he was doing. And it was more so about teaching me how to follow the leading of the spirit and not get stuck in doing things or hearing from him one particular way. Because what happens when I'm not in a quiet place or I don't have the time to 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 quiet my spirit to hear from him and I need to hear from him in a moment's notice or at the drop of a hat. Well, if if I don't learn these different disciplines and God doesn't take me in these different directions when it comes to learning to hear from him, then I might find myself in a situation where I need to hear from him and I can't. And then I don't know what to do. So I just I just wanted to share that, you know, if 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 you're hearing from God and it just seemed like it just gets cut off, it could be that God is changing directions and that you need to follow the his leading. Find out from him, oh, okay, maybe God is wanting me to learn to hear his voice in a different way. And then just ask him, Okay, God, what do I do? Where do I go from here? You know, where are you where where are you so that I may follow your lead? And God will show you. He'll begin to open things up for you. So I, I hope these tips and, and what I, you know, what I'm sharing with you is helpful. Um, you know, hearing God's voice is for everybody. You know, for us who are born again, he'll primarily speak uh, from his spirit to our spirit. And because the spirit is to be, you know, is, is to affect uh, our soul, you know, Oftentimes, it'll come to us in thoughts or just some kind of knowing, but trust that, you know, we were all created to hear from him and God expects us to hear from him. And so I just wanted to share this with you and um, I just want to thank you for listening and for, you know, um, you know, tuning in into this show. Um, I I really sometimes I have so much that I feel like I can talk about, but I don't always feel the release to 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 share it because I may not necessarily, you know, have everything I feel like I need in order to release an episode. Um, 
you know, I get a lot of things that come to me and I feel like it would be a good topic or, or something to, to, to discuss or talk about. But as I said in the last uh, episode, I really want to begin releasing uh, principles, um, you know, which principles are basically, uh, you know, laws or or rules, things like that, that may govern our lives. And there are principles within the kingdom of God. And the very most essential one is hearing from him. And so, you know, I want to release things and empty myself of certain things that I feel like God is uh, sharing with me and dealing with me because if he's dealing with me about it, um, I have to, I have to trust that he's also dealing with others about it as well. And I feel a responsibility, you know, to a degree that if he is willing to share these things with me, that he needs me and he wants me to share them with others. And at this point, um, this is the platform that I have in order to do so. So, you know, with that being said, uh, God bless you. Um, you know, I love you guys with the love of Christ and, um, you know, pray for me. I pray for you. And, um, until next time, you know, hopefully it won't be too much long, you know, as long as, as it's been, but um, I plan to release another episode. But again, um, I use this platform for the Lord and I trust that, you know, when he wants something released, um, he'll give me the, the inspiration to do so. And so don't get discouraged if I, if I, if you're looking for me to release, uh, another episode, you know, quickly, um, yeah, I, I try to do these things, um, on God's timetable and without being, uh, complacent or, you know, procrastinating or just downright lazy or anything like that. So with that being said, thank you for uh, tuning in and until next time, this is Terrence with the King Truth and Power podcast, and I'll see you in the next episode.